Will Colin Kaepernick ever play another down in the NFL? And does Ezekiel Elliott deserve a six-game suspension? I disagree with that. Goodell is an idiot, in my opinion. I think he has way too much power, and I think that that's something that the Players Association should really think about. I don't think he, one man, should have that much power over these players. I mean, like, we've, we've gone from... It's funny how things have come full circle, and it went from... The no fun league where you couldn't do this, you couldn't do that. And now all of a sudden, like, oh, you know what? My bad. Maybe I overcorrected. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. So now players can't do that. But only you can't do this. Like, he he's he, he takes extreme measures just to try and fix stuff and then finds out that, oh, yeah, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have done it that way. But it's like he wants to show, like, this is that he's the alpha male. I'm the big dog around here. You guys can do what I say. That doesn't make any sense to me. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Welcome to the New Channel Sports Podcast. We are back. What's going down, Chris? I'm good, man. It's a it's a good day to be here. Uh, it's been a while, so I'm, I'm ready to get this going. And over straight across from me is the guy we all love to hate. <laughs> What's up, Trey Day? Not much, man. I'm, today we really got to give a shout out to Cowboy Nation. They're in mourning right now, but <laughs> I'm I, I'm excited um, about the season still. Laker Nation is I'm excited about Laker Nation too, but I can't wait to talk about what's going on in Dallas. I think what's, gonna, what's going on in Dallas? Isn't this a regular day in Dallas? Another tumultuous day in <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> and you know, when you when you are America's team, you're subject to some additional scrutiny and, you know, hatred and all that type of good stuff. So it's it's a, just another day. There's no walk in the park for us. So Ezekiel Elliott's gonna be suspended. The first six games of the season. Unless he appeals it and all that good stuff. I think when he appeals it, it's going to go down. That's what I think. But maybe three games. That's what I'm thinking. But is it deserved, though? Like, there's no evidence. The NFL is, you're guilty until proven innocent. And even if you are proven innocent, just because it's out there, we're still going to suspend you. Well, I don't know if this is – I don't even know if you're guilty until proven innocent because I think it depends a lot on um, maybe the teams that you play for. It may depend on uh, what you look like um, because this, this, this are makes you, – Are you a Patriot fan? Uh, like uh, a Patriot no, fan. I defended Tom Brady. I didn't think Tom Brady deserved four games either. But if Tom Brady plays for any other team other than New England Patriots, I don't think he gets a four-game suspension. Because I, I, if I recall correctly, there was a gentleman named Josh Brown who admittedly beat his wife over 20 different times and had several things wrong with him mentally. And that cat got suspended for one game. One game, the season opener. So I'm confused. I'm really, really confused. Has Ezekiel Elliott made some mistakes? Absolutely. But in a situation where and if it was, if they dropped those cases because of fame, then, yeah, he deserves six games because I don't condone the domestic violence or him deciding to beat up a DJ at a at a bar either. But for this man not to have any charges pressed against him and have to serve a six-game suspension, I mean, a 21, 22-year-old kid to be made an example out of, 
I just, man, that's what we've been going through for years. And I just don't think it's right. I don't. This kind of has a, a Ray Rice smell to it. And the NFL wanting to not have another Ray Rice situation. Because Ray Rice also didn't have any criminal charges against him. But the NFL waited a long time with a video out there. And then when the video came out, people were horrified. So the NFL seemed, I think, they're getting in front of this. And it wouldn't surprise me if there is a video or something that we don't know about yet that TMZ will find at some point and leak showing Ezekiel Elliott doing something heinous, something ugly that we don't know yet, that we haven't seen yet. Well, um, I hope, I mean, I hope he didn't do that for the sake of whoever may have been on the the been the recipient of whatever bodily injury he may have caused. But I do know, I do know that Josh Brown was arrested and charged with fourth degree domestic violence after an incident incident in 2015. That was a, that's a, that's not a, it's not a rumor. We're not waiting for anything. It's a fact. And the guy got suspended one game. No one knew about it at all. Once it happened, kind of just flew under the radar, but he doesn't look like Ezekiel Elliott to me. They don't look anything alike, and he doesn't play for the Dallas Cowboys. And I just think that that's—I think that's a problem. That's a really big problem, in my opinion. If, I mean, they, they were going to do something, they could have done this a long time ago. Right? If that's what this is about, if this is a culmination of both of these suspensions, and I get it, but they've had this information for a long time, and the authorities have told them we don't have anything. Conflicting stories, you know, not telling the truth. They could not couldn't collaborate a story. Do no charges press, and you're still going to get suspended. I smell a rat. That's <laughs> what I smell. Yeah, I, I agree with Chris. It, the Ray Ross incident, if you remember, they did suspend him two games. Then when the video came out, they suspended him indefinitely. Well, he should have. For, for what he did, he was wrong. No, right, right. But they, they would under. And then when he got, the video came out, people were like, oh, two games? And they suspended him indefinitely. So I think they're going over with Ezekiel. They don't know what's out there. And they're going to suspend him six games and then see, maybe Chris is right that there's something out there that incriminates him or something. I don't know. I don't know. I just know less than 365 days ago, a guy who was a public record, you can go look at his mugshot. I mean, he, less than a year ago. I'm not even talking about Ray Rice. Ray Rice was what, two years ago, three years ago? I think that was three years ago. Yeah. yeah Less than 365 <laughs> days ago, the a guy who did something apparently much worse than what Ezekiel Elliott did, I mean, got a game, one game, not six games unpaid. I just That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I think you got to realize, it's specifically with the NFL now, it's called the NFL, yes, but it might as well be called NPFL because it's the National Perception Football League because it's all about perception. Think about it. You have with the CTE problems and reports and studies and movies coming out on the daily. The NFL is king, but the thing that everybody wants to knock it down on is with perception. It's dangerous. It's violent. So when you have your star players, Tom Brady wasn't a violent. What he did wasn't violent. It was deflating balls. But you want your best players, if they're doing something wrong, you have to show, yes, you, Ezekiel Elliott, were making an example out of you. The guy you're talking about, the kicker, was Josh Brown. Nobody knows who he is. He was the, he was the most accurate kicker in the NFL the year before. He was a, I mean, he's a great, he was a great field goal kicker. Yeah, they don't know who he is, but, I mean, I don't think it should deter it, it, your position or what your value is to the league. That shouldn't, that shouldn't matter to me. 
I mean, to me, that doesn't matter. What matters to me is if it's a rule, it's a rule. And if you're going to apply it across the board, apply it across the board. But I don't think there should be anybody who's above the law. And I think there's certain organizations who are above the law. But Goodell has way, 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 way too much power. There should be no way this gentleman should be able to make these types of decisions to impact these guys' lives. Like that just doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. How how do you how do you explain that to anybody? Like so now, what is someone like Joe Mixon gonna do? What are they gonna do with him? No, I think that's interesting. I hear you, especially with Joe Mixon, but he's already been punished before coming into the league, right? That was prior to him coming to the league. You can't punish him again for what? Yeah, but so but he but that was on tape. You saw that that was domestic violence is domestic violence, right? So that's something that ha- that did happen. And yes, he was punished by Oklahoma. Some not severe enough in people's eyes. But I mean, Ezekiel Elliott did this in college, right? Nothing, nothing happened. No charges filed. He's being punished for something. But that- maybe that's it, though. Maybe it's an accumulation of stuff. I think they've warned him about some of the things that he's done before he got into the league, right? And they're like, you know, if you do something else again. We're going to punish you. So, so th- this is this is my take on the thing. I disagree with that. Goodell is an idiot, in my opinion. I think he has way too much power, and I think that that's something that the Players Association should really think about. I don't think he one man should have that much power over these p- uh, players. I mean, like we've we've gone from it's funny how things have come full circle, and it went from the no fun league where you couldn't do this, you couldn't do that, and now all of a sudden, like, oh, you know what? My bad. Maybe I overcorrected. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. So now players can't do that. But only you can't do this. Like, he he's he he takes extreme measures just to try and fix stuff and then finds out that, oh, yeah, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have done it that way. But it's like he wants to show, like, this is that he's the alpha male. I'm the big dog around here, and you guys are going to do what I say. That doesn't make any sense to me. People too often try to make the NFL, and I hear your point, but they're saying, oh, okay, it has to be even justice for Josh Brown and for Ezekiel Elliott. But the NFL is a company. And when you have the face of your company doing stupid things, hurting the value of your company, it is different than having somebody like a Josh Brown. Because at the end of the day, the NFL is a company. They're not the law. So they can suspend Ezekiel Elliott because he is Ezekiel Elliott more games. I don't really have a problem with that. Yeah, well, I got a problem with him because I think that I have the same problem with Ezekiel Elliott that I did with Tom Brady. And I'm not, I, I love Tom Brady, but I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. But they were wrong. He was wrong. I, I don't think that even then, what evidence did they, what hardcore evidence did they have against Tom Brady? The text messages from the the equipment manager. The text messages in, did not look good. Yeah, they I mean they didn't, but but there was no, but there was nothing that would said. Okay, you know what? He definitely did this, and I don't think he deserved to be suspended four games. They beat the crap out of the Colts, and that flat football had nothing to do with it. Was it four games, the final, or was it more than that initially? I forget. Was was it no, more than that, and then he appealed it, and it went no, down? I think it was just four. They, four just, they just dealt okay, with okay. it. Okay, okay, and they just oh, dealt with it. Okay, okay, okay. But okay, I, I thought. I thought they appealed it, like, and then it went and they, down. And they denied it. I, I want to say okay. they denied the appeal. Okay, but, okay. I mean, but I, I wish the same people, you know, of all ethnicities that were for or against Tom Brady stood up for something like what Ezekiel Elliott is doing. I just think it's it just doesn't make any sense to me, man. Like, I just don't. I mean, and you can't say it's a racial thing or because of, you know, the thing, or it's not a racial thing. I think that sometimes people think that it, that's probably something that has to do with it. I mean, whether you want to you talk about perception, that's people's perception. I mean, you got a kid like Colin Kaepernick, who there's no way shouldn't be on some NFL roster, according to a, 
everybody you talk to. And I'm not talking about people like you and I. I'm talking about people that know what they're talking about, evaluate talent. Like, I've not heard one person that say, you know what? No, nah, he's not good enough to play in the NFL. You get a kid like that who happens to be of color. And then you get a kid like Ezekiel Elliott who happens to be of color. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like I said, it's a company, though. I get it. But you have to evaluate it that way. Too often, people look at it and say, well, you got to treat them fairly. No, they're not the justice system. They're not the court. They don't have to do that. Roger Goodell can suspend you, especially you got to look at the Cowboys. Love them or hate them, I actually like them. I don't love them like Trey does. I like them. But they are the face of the NFL. They are. Them and and Tom Brady, really. That team, when they're good, the NFL is good. So when you have that pro high-profile player going out there and pulling girls' bras down during Mardi, Mardi Gras and just being a party animal, they're going to say, look, we're going to teach you not to do this because you're not going to hurt our perception. Perception is king for the NFL. Right. So if percep- uh, perception is king for the NFL, then Mardi Gras, if I'm not mistaken, was what, in February? Mm-hmm. Why wait until today? Why wait until right before the season? Well, like starts? it's an accumulation of things. Right. So, but I so, guess so. So, I'm not defending so if, him. Or so, if he like wouldn't have knocked out the guy, or uh, allegedly, because that's not even proven right now, right? Because it went from a, a patron to now here, it's the it was the DJ at the place. So, if he didn't do that, is he not suspended, or is it two games? Maybe it's two games. I don't know. I, I'm not disagreeing that's what I'm or saying. agreeing with anything. Right. So I'm, I'm just, saying so if, if they wanted to d- suspend him or punish him, it's like it's like you doing something and then six months later your parents come like, you remember when you did that? I'm gonna give you a whipping for that. Like, parents do that. Parents I do, do that. They do. And it ain't right. <laughs> it's not right. It's not right. So I just don't. But the, the the truth of the matter is, you see the shirt I'm wearing today. You see this? What does that say? Hakuna Matata. Oh, Kuna Matata, okay. Not like worried it. about it. I'm <laughs> not, not worried about, about it? No, I'm not. You're not worried about the I'm not worried the guy about, was going 0 and 6 I'm not, <laughs> start first of all, season? <laughs> first of all, I heard I heard the same stuff last year when Tony Roman went down and Dak Prescott took the helm. I think people forget who who are the running who are the backup running backs for the Dallas Cowboys? I don't know. Uh, they got Darren McFadden. Uh huh. It's Alfred Morris and there? Alfred Morris. Darren McFadden is still there. Yeah. Yes. Really? Darren McFadden and Alfred Morris. I'm not worried. I'm not. I'm not you worried. Should be a little. Will bit. we be as? Will we be as good? Or, or will we be as good? I mean, no. no. I, I think Ezekiel Elliott brings a different part to the game. But with Alfred Morris and Darren McFadden back there running the football, I mean. I can't imagine. And, and then the the other the other cat, the fourth string running back that they had, uh, can't remember his name off the top of my head right now. Uh, if he if he gets a chance to get some burn, I'm not worried. I mean, I don't, will we win? Will we go six and zero or five and one like I thought we were? Maybe not. But I don't think it's going to cost us like people think they are. We're the Dallas Cowboys. We're the best team in the and NFC. See, that that kind of talk right there from Cowboy fans, Patriot fans. That's why this kind of things happen to you guys. Okay. That's why when Brady deflates balls, he gets suspended. That's why when Ezekiel Elliott does things like this, he gets suspended. That's exactly why. The Dallas Cowboy fan and Patriot fans are the most arrogant fans in the league. I'm just telling you. So I'm, that's why. Well, I'm just telling you right now that I'm just I'm just not worried about it. I will say if you look at their schedule, and we've already went He's through gonna this He's going to miss schedule. one division game. He's going to miss one division game, but I think as a Cowboy fan, you would agree that the beginning of their schedule – is likely the toughest area of their schedule. They have the Giants to start off with, and then they also have the Cardinals in there. They have the Broncos in there. They also have the Packers in those six games. 
those are winnable games with Ezekiel Elliott. They become much harder to win without him on the roster. So let's say the production does fall off without Ezekiel Elliott. This is really going to tell us a lot about Dak Prescott. Can he rise to the occasion yes. and really be the number one quarterback? I think he can too. But we're going to find out. That's what the NFL is all about. You know, no one knew for certain that Ezekiel Elliott was going to get suspended or anything like that. We don't know the kind of injuries that are going to take their course during the year. And we still have this Brian on their team. We, we never know what he's going to do. He's still kind of a trouble rain to happen. So we don't know. It's going to say a lot about Dak Prescott and, and his ability to lead the team. So it's going to be interesting. De- Derek McFadden, the last time he when he took the helm, I want to say he rushed for over 1,000 yards in like 10 games. Behind a Dallas Cowboys offense, I'm not worried about that. I'm serious. Only only thing only thing it's going to do is kind of alluding to what you just said. It's going to cause Dak Prescott to have to win some games. But based on what I saw last year, I'm okay with that because I think he can do it. I mean, I, I'm not. I, I thought that we'd go five and one in those first six games, so we go four and two. He's going to miss one division game. I'm not worried about it. I'm really I, when it when it happened, I was like, you know what, that sucks. Let's get this out the way and let's rock and roll. We're, we're we're Ezekiel Elliott is a huge, huge, huge part of this team, and potentially, in my opinion, I thought he would be the NFL MVP had he played all sixteen games this year. I think he had the potential to do that. I think last year we were talking about him possibly getting eighteen hundred yards, maybe two thousand yards, and which, which is why I'm very surprised how you can be so nonchalant and say you're not worried about it. I understand. Darren McFadden is a good replacement level running back, and so is Alfred Morris. But when you have a player who's arguably the best at his position in the entire NFL and you lose him for not one game but for six games, there's certainly a cause for concern. Well, the only reason I'm not concerned is because Ezekiel Elliott is really good. Um, Dak Prescott is really good. I think it's really too early to call either of them really great. But that Dallas Cowboy offensive line is great. It is. There's no doubt about that. So – I'm not. I mean, if Derek McFadden comes in and I mean averages 85, 90 yards, and Alfred Morris comes in and gives you another forty or fifty, that's Ezekiel Elliott's production, guys. So I'm not worried about that. Does it change the game with him coming out of the backfield and stuff like that? Yes. That's why Dak Prescott's going to be more efficient on first and third downs. Um, and I think that that's where our biggest issue is going to be. Des Bryant's going to have to step up. But right now, Des Bryant wasn't getting the uh, attempts because they had the luxury of having Ezekiel Elliott. Now you're talking about throwing the ball to Des a little bit more, Cole Beasley a little bit more. I'm not worried about that. And therein lies the problem, though. I'm not worried about that. On third down, you're not averaging third and four, third and five anymore. You're getting third and eight, third and nine, third and long, nah. where you, your quarterback can't give a little dink and dunk to Cole Beasley and pray to God he gets past his defender and gets a first down. He has to drive the ball down the field. If you watch Dak Prescott play last year, he never really drove the ball down the field consistently. If the Cowboys get in situations, he can get you a third and eight maybe once or twice. But if it's consistent and he has to make that play, you can beat them because their defense is not very good. Well, but but what we're going to see offensively is going to – it's the same game plan. We don't have a new running back. We don't have a rookie trying to fill in for him. We don't have anything. We have somebody who's been in our system for – Three years? This is McFadden's third or fourth year, third year now? Like, we're not – this is uh, Alfred Morris's second year. We're not replacing them with a rookie or someone without – we're replacing him. Ezekiel Elliott's backups both have rushed for over 1,000 yards. Both of them. Who else could say that? What other NFL team could say that your your star running back back is, is suspended and you can replace him with two people, two pro bowlers? Who can say that? Yes, it was. But it's the offensive line. The offensive, the offensive line the is so good. It, it doesn't matter. Bart, I mean, 
I can beat back there. And I don't think the Cowboys <laughs> have anything to worry about. I really don't. Their offensive line is just so good. I think Ezekiel Elliott is a elite running back. And it is a drop-off. But that offensive line is so good. It makes good. a huge difference. I mean, I, I do think it's not written in stone. We're going over their schedule that they may, might start off 5-1, something like that. The Giants are going to get them some problems. The Broncos... I think they're going to give us some problems as well. Do you guys remember Ezekiel Elliott didn't do anything against the Giants last year? They're, they're the one of the only and, teams to kind of. And they lost both games. Right. With Ezekiel Elliott. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So, so what so, makes you feel confident they're going to win? I'm not, I didn't him. say they would win. I said they would go four and two. I said they'd go four and two without him. I, I, and then I, he gets back for our second division game against the Redskins. I mean, it is what it is. It, it might even help the Cowboys out. Ezekiel Elliott gets some rest. Comes back second half of the season. I'm, it I'm worked not, for Tom I'm not, Brady. I'm not as confident as you. It worked for Tom Brady. I'm definitely not. I think they can go two and four. Even if they Ezekiel do, even out. if they do go two and four, once Ezekiel Elliott comes back, like we went over their schedule, the schedule is not as hard as you might think. They're going to come back, and I think they'll be fine. I, I trust in Dak Prescott. That's a guy I trust in. Dak Prescott and that offensive line. I think when you have those two combinations, I mean, I. I can't see them just falling off the face of the earth. I mean, I know I said that they could, but going over the schedule, it just doesn't seem likely to me. But like every year is different. Yeah. It is. There's going to be a team. And the more I think about the Philadelphia Eagles and what you said, they might be that team that's going to surprise people. I'm just saying. But I think that the but Cowboys would be okay. And without. they're going to face us full strength. The yeah. only team that's going to get us in our division without, you know, the – our star running back or one our, one of our top two players is the Giants. Giants, right. And that's an NFL rating. I mean, I'm sure NBC's not happy about that <laughs> no, right now. That was the first game of the NFL season. I'm they'll sure that was right. – yeah, I mean, be okay. people are going to watch it because they want to see us fail. But we are going to be just fine. I promise you. I promise you. Oh, we have the best offensive line in football, period. This is true. I'm not going to debate that. Yeah. I really <laughs> so, not. And so I I'm, envy it. Yeah, as a Texan <laughs> fan, I envy the crap out so of it. So we don't go six and zero. Oh, we don't go five one. Maybe four and two. If we win three and three, that doesn't kill us. That doesn't. I hurt, agree. That doesn't hurt us. I agree. Let me ask y'all a question. Uh, kind of shifting a little bit because I have to know. I drafted Ezekiel Elliott last season. So to my fantasy owners out there, when do you draft him? See, I was going to ask that question. <laughs> I was going to ask that question. I was still drafted. Number the first running if I had to well there's three running backs right David Johnson Bell and Ezekiel Elliott once Bell and David Johnson are gone my strategy would be okay well you know we do an auction draft so we have to pay for the players I will put them out there to see how much they're willing to pay for them because I would want them on my team regardless because you know it's not you can start off six and zero in your fantasy league and then end the rest of the the, the league zero and six. I would definitely draft Ezekiel Elliott. First round? First round, no doubt. Put him put him on the sideline because, like I said, if he gets the first six games to rest and then he comes back in the second half of the season, he's going to beast. He's going to beast. I mean, this is going to be a feast. I would definitely draft Ezekiel Elliott, even though he's a cowboy. <laughs> That's a tough one. He's I, the I only cowboy I would draft. I thought about that uh, today when that happened with all the fantasy drafts coming up. I think it depends. I mean, I really think it depends on where I fall in my draft order. If I'm number 10 and I got 10 and 11, I'd probably do it. Um, I might even draft him before Bell. 
I would draft him before David Johnson because I don't know how David Johnson is going to come, come back. back. Yeah. Bell, I would draft him before than Ezekiel Elliott, definitely. I don't care how many games he misses. Yeah. I mean, not more than, you know, not the whole season, of course. You'd have to six. go. Yeah, you'd have to go. You'd have to have an excellent draft strategy and everything would have to fall in place because, I mean, that's you're losing, you know, a top-tier guy. And you're losing, I mean, depending on your scoring, what, 18 to 20 points a game? Easy. I mean, that's for six weeks, you're not going to find another running back. He was a beast last year. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, yeah. My, my team, I, I had a, my, my team was trash last season. Yeah, Dak I Prescott had, and Dak Ezekiel Prescott, Yeah, Ezekiel Elliott, and they, they led me to the Super Bowl. They were carrying <laughs> your that team. That good. That's how good he was. Me personally, I, I would do the same. I would draft him as soon as possible. But with the suspension, normally it's a four-game suspension. That's a quarter of the season. This is longer than that. So if you have a team and – it's a and you're playing what twelve league twelve man draft. That's that hurts to pick him up that early and have to sit for that long, especially if you with some ballers, people who really know how to do this. That can end up hurting you. Drafting him that early may not be the best option because if you go zero and six or one and five, two and four in some leagues, you're done. At that point, your season's over. Yeah, That's, it, it depends. I will still I will take the risk. That, well, I have confidence in my drafting skills, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not worried about it. I would draft them, and I think I would be okay. I really do. And that's the only cowboy I would draft. I think that I think we're going to see them reconsider this and maybe drop it to four games. But, I mean, if they're doing two games for whatever happened, that the case was dropped. If they're doing two games for whatever happened in Mardi Gras and two games for whatever happened in Dallas, like, I mean – I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I can't see that six games st- sticking. But they could. I don't think they could do four games because if they they appeal and go to two, then that maybe won't be enough. But if they say six, they know he's going to appeal. Jerry Jones, Jerry ain't having that. Jerry's going to appeal that. So Jerry Jones appeals that. They say, okay, we drop it to four. It's still you know the same amount of time. Yeah, I think it'll be dropped to four or three. I do. That's just what I think. Six is just it's unprecedented and it's really. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, there's people who abuse all types of drugs and illegal substances who don't get six games like that. That's crazy. But he's a cowboy, though. Exactly. So anyway, I really want to talk about this. I really do. Um, we're kind of late a little bit, but it, it all goes together. It all goes hand in hand. The last episode that we had, we talked about a little bit, but because of technical difficulties, we were not able to get it out. That was episode 19. So now this is episode 19. But we did talk a little bit about Jay Cutler. And Colin Kaepernick. And I think you asked a question. There were three quarterbacks. You said, who would you take? Jay Cutler, Colin Kaepernick, and there was one more. I can't remember off the top of my head. Baylor boy, Waco. Shout out to my bear, Sikkim, RG3. RG3. Yeah. And I said, I will take Colin Kaepernick. And Do you remember who I said? You said Jay Cutler. I did. You did. An you abo- did. An abomination. <laughs> but he's in the league now. And yeah. he's he's... On the team <laughs> that you said would make the playoffs. I almost won my Dolphins hat today, too. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> so now that Jay Cutler, well, the main question I want to get out, though, is, is Colin Kaepernick ever going to play football again? No. Is he ever going to play in the NFL again? No. No? I think this was, I think this was it. Um, I think this was his shot. And if you're talking about perception and like what Chris was talking about earlier, I mean, I just think as a brand, I tell people all the time, man, I tell my kids this, I tell people I work with, everybody has a right. You could do and say whatever you want to do it, but you have to live with the consequences of your actions, period. So 
with with my full time job, there's certain things I can say and I can't say. There's certain things I could like and I can't like on social media. I could do do it. Go right. They they didn't say I can't do it. But if you do it, this is what could happen yeah, to you. People got to fire for their jobs for posting stuff on social media. Absolutely. Yeah. People post stuff to my page. I can't like it. I've deleted it. Like, I can't I can't do that. I can't follow certain people on social. It's just the way that it is. I've got relatives I can't follow because I'm just like, I don't want that coming back to me. So I don't. The NFL is no different than anything else. Do whatever you want to do. Say what you want to say. But this is what could happen to you. But this is more so on owners of football teams than it is about the NFL in the whole, right? Because- if there's an owner out there, I heard that the Ravens wanted to pick up Colin Kaepernick, but the owner was like, no, that's not going to happen. That's his business, man. I mean, that's that's his business. And so I've never I've never hated on owners. I didn't hate it on the owners when the players weren't getting paid enough. I'm like, man, that's that man's business. He could pay you what you want. If you don't want to work for him, go work for somebody else. I mean, I'm, I know that sounds crazy, but I kind of take my selfish hat off and put my business mind set on. And like, there's plenty of teams out there. Go play for them. See if they'll pay you. Go try and get it. I've been saying that for years. I will say what Colin, I do think he'll make it back to a roster just because of injuries. It's called NFL for a reason, not for long. Any one of those quarterbacks we're talking about could go down. Cutler could go down in practice. And knowing how fat and lazy he is, look, I cannot stand Jay Cutler. Let's Hater. Make that, I, I, he's, he's terrible. Hater. He's one of the worst quarterbacks in NFL history. Um, he's garbage. But um, but he could go down in practice. You don't wish that on nobody, but he could. Um you but even if he did go down, I still don't think that they will pick up Colin Kaepernick. Like this, like he, like Trey said, this would have been perfect for Colin Kaepernick to come back and play for the Dolphins. Yeah, but and they picked up someone who was cozy in a booth, getting ready to start a whole brand new career, and paid him ten mil. But but that one made sense to me because he Adam had Gase. one of his better years with Adam Gase. So I understand. I actually understood that one. That one the, made sense to me. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think. I honestly think that this year, I think that the Dolphins, I don't think their playoff chances drop with Jay Cutler at quarterback. I really don't. Jay Cutler with Adam Gates together. I mean, like you were like, wow. did you see Jay Cutler play last year? Yes. At all. He was, no, bad wasn't the word for it. He right, was but, but terrible. But, you, but who, who was he throwing the ball to? Alshon to nobody Jones. because right. he couldn't he could not throw the ball <laughs> right, right, anymore. Right. But their their offensive line was terrible. They had a they had a circus at running back. Alshon Jeffrey wasn't very Healthy. There was who Cameron who, Meredith. Cameron Meredith. He was like he came onto the scene and just everybody picked him up in fantasy and then just fell off the face of the earth. I can't remember who the backup was uh, for the Chicago Bears, but as soon as Jay Cutler came out and he played, that offense played way better. It was actually uh, Houston Texan alum Brian Hoyer. Yeah, he, yeah, they played a lot better until he got hurt. Yeah, no, Jay Cutler was terrible. I'm yeah. sorry, and the running back that they had back there, which I picked up uh, fantasy football um, sleeper, he was going off. They they played a lot better without Jay Cutler. Uh, Jordan, Jordan, yes, yeah. yes. I mean, the way I picked him up was just genius. But anyway, it was it was luck. We, that, <laughs> no, was get out of here. That was it was a genius. No one even thought about it. Anyway, it was waiver wire. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> Jay Cutler was not trash, not garbage. He was manure. Okay, he was that bad. Was he throwing to Jarvis Landry? He was throwing to Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, he is the epitome of. Wolf tickets. Like, Alshon Jeffrey is, can be. A, well, I'm not even talking about this last year. Jay Cutler is one of the most overrated quarterbacks okay. ever. Just, like, I'm he, just, he just has a cannon of a I arm. don't think that this, I don't think this is going to be bad for him. And I think that he's going to have a good season with Gates at, at I take your comments more, not so much towards Jay Cutler. You know how I feel about him. I think it's more towards Tannehill. 
I think you don't think Tannehill's that good. Tannehill, I like Ryan Tannehill. In fact, I've drafted him late in almost all of my drafts. I think Ryan Tannehill, when it's hard to go from quarterback to receiver back to quarterback, like that's hard to do. And I think Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill's gotten paid for a reason. Statistically, he's been able to put up some really good numbers. But Ryan Tannehill is so indecisive back there and doesn't use the weapons. Like I think his weapons accordingly holds on the ball way too long, takes some hits. He really doesn't need to be taken. And I don't know that he's, I don't know that he deserves what he's been getting. So I mean, it's an upgrade right now. So you're telling me? I'm saying it's an upgrade, but there, I don't think he's going to be much worse. Statistically, Ryan Tannehill wasn't a G. I mean, like, Ryan Tannehill's not one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. So he, the Dolphins are going to like playoffs? It. I, yeah, they're gonna go to the playoffs. Oh wow! They're gonna go to the playoffs. <laughs> you are not very um, confident. They're going to the playoffs, man. I want to get in on this. Uh, you want to bet fifty push-ups? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to the playoffs, man. You already got fifty push-ups that's coming soon. No, I'm not worried about it. We're gonna. They're gonna make it, man. I'm gonna put the the topic of this show is I'm not worried about it because he's that he hasn't worried about anything right <laughs> now. You know, last year Ryan Tannehill, I'll give him three thousand yards, nineteen touchdowns, twelve interceptions. That's what he did last year. Did have a ninety four percent pass rating, which wasn't which wasn't bad. He's not he wasn't tearing it up. He wasn't tearing it up. So I I just he's he's just an average that's all quarterback. He is. That's it. He, I mean that's all he is. And that's what Jay Cutler, Jay Cutler is a little bit. Uh, Jay Cutler's garbage. Jay Cutler threw for thirty six hundred yards or say thirty seven hundred yards, twenty one touchdowns, eleven interceptions, and a ninety three percent pass rating in twenty fifteen. So but, it's I mean he he. It's the, know, same. You know, it's the same. Stats, sometimes you can look at stats and really get the wrong idea. If you, I've seen a couple of the Chicago Bears games last year. It, he looked like he didn't know what to do. And it, this is really, you know, we've kind of moved away from what we're talking about. Do I think Colin Kaepernick is that much better than Jay Culler? It just depends on the system, right? Basically. And I guess I'll have to say that I don't think he's ever going to play in the NFL. I mean, the Ravens. They were really trying to get him, and owner says no. And you know, most of these owners think alike. It's just it's not going to happen. I think and it just depends on who gets injured or not. If Russell Wilson went down, I think they'd go get. Kaepernick. But they could have got him already as insurance, you know, a long time ago. What do you say that he's good enough to be a starting quarterback? But they still didn't pick him up. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think why risk having him on your roster as a backup? And having to deal with all of all of the the media fallout and fans screaming, just throw him in there as a starter. But you no, to- no, no, I don't think fans are going to be saying that though. Fan, the, the the distraction would be because of what he's done. But I don't think anybody's going to. Especially this is Russell Wilson. I don't think anybody's going to be saying, "Oh, put him in there." As no, 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 no. My Russell point. Wilson. My point is, there's no team in the NFL right now who's willing to put him as their backup. I right, think he's right, coming right. immediately as a, an emergency starter. Just throw it in there. He's playing now. That's it. Why would you have him on your team as a backup and you may never play and he'll be the most talked about thing? It's just having cancer in the locker room for no reason. It's right, like right. having an older wide receiver who's not going to come on the field like a T.O. When his, at the end of his career. Why would I have him on my team? Yeah, he may be talented enough to make my roster, but is he going to be playing every down? No, I don't need him. I agree. Can, can just – I agree with what you just said, but can I give? Can I throw some stuff out there to you, really quick? Just really quick. And and the, it's, we're gonna play trivia time with Trey. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what do all these quarterbacks have in common? Kurt Warner, Mark Brunel, Steve McNair, Randall Cunningham, Lynn Dawson, Ron Jaworski, Terry Bradshaw, Joe Namath. Who do all those quarterbacks have in common? Joe Theismann. 
What do all those quarterbacks have in common? They've all lost a Super Bowl. They all have less career passing yards than Jay Cutler. Every single one of them. I knew, I knew it was going back to Jay Cutler somehow. Every single one of them. Jay Cutler has 500 less career passing yards than Troy Aikman, who is the greatest Dallas Cowboys quarterback of all time. It, it, you, come on now. We both know it's a completely different league. I'm right. just it's right. 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 I'm league. That's, that, right. that's No. Passing Same. yards no, nowadays. He has more passing yards than Matthew Stafford, too. Although Stafford's been in the league a, a few less years than him. But he's, I mean, it's not, he's, He'll he'll pass this year if he throws if he throw if he stays healthy enough to throw for what's a, what's a decent number for a quarterback to throw this year like a decent number of yards for the way we throw now it's a three thousand yards three thousand yards if he throw if he throws for three thousand yards which is what which is what he did the last year he was completely healthy he'll pass Troy Aikman Steve Young Phil Sims Tony Romo Jim Everett and Jim Kelly. In career passing yards. So why wasn't Jay Cutler picked up <laughs> as soon as he's he... a bum? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying statistically he hasn't been that. I mean, he hasn't been oh, that bad. This, I think this... people you you like poo pooing on people lately, huh? I'm poo pooing on Jay Cutler. Yeah, I definitely am. Because like I said, when he left the Chicago Bears, nobody wanted anything to do with him. He was knocking on the Texas door. Please. I, I, I'll play for you guys. I bet you would take him right now over Savage. Hell no. Hell no. I'll take Savage all day. You out your mind. Jay Cutler is trash. Okay. You're going to be... Mark the tape. Mark, mark the I tape. I am mark the tape. Mark I definitely am going to mark the tape. <laughs> mark the tape. When the Dolphins finish season uh, six and ten or something like that. Mark the and tape. And they're out of the playoffs. Mark the tape. And then Jay Cutler goes back to the to the booths. Then I'll, 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 I'll remind you. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> This guy was getting ready to commentate games, man. And he gave it up. He 10, gave it up in a heartbeat. For $10 million? For $10 million? Hell yeah, I'll give it up too. <laughs> <laughs> that boy was like, he was probably shocked. What do you think? The fuck was like, what? Who's this? The Dolphins. Want me to play? How much? $10 million? I'm gone. I don't blame him. He should have got like 15 Did they call Romo? Nobody wants that bum. Nobody wants Romo. <laughs> wow. Nobody wants no Tony wow. Romo. This is what we should be talking about. Why did they call Romo? Man, please. Boy, stop. Like, don't be playing with that. <laughs> I, would, I would have taken Romo over Jay Cutler. Please. Please. I, I, I'll tell y'all one thing. Romo uh, would have been injured week one. Cutler will be back on the Fox booth by week 10. Nah. They'll kick him out by week 10. No. Nah. Tannehill done for the season, man. Watch. Y'all going to surprise man. he probably make the Pro Bowl this year. Watch. <laughs> You funny boy. <laughs> <laughs> you are funny. If Jay Cutler, if Jay Cutler goes to the Pro Bowl, I will cut off all my hair. I will be, I will be bald. <laughs> I will do it. If Jay Cutler goes to the Pro Bowl this year, you gonna go LeBron? I will go LeBron. <laughs> Definitely, I will do it. I can't wait. That's all it takes. Yeah, he's gonna say the fouls corrupted. <laughs> <laughs> For you, those of you guys like, what is he talking about? The last episode we had, <laughs> the file was corrupted, so I could not post it. So this is actually our second episode 19. But I'm not going to say that. Yeah. I'll say it again on the next show. <laughs> I don't care because I know it's not going to happen. Watch. It's more likely that Jay Cutler goes down with an injury than he makes a problem. I don't know why you poo-pooing on him, man. You'll see. Dolphins, gonna, they're going to be legit. Okay, if you say so. If legit is six and ten, then fine. They definitely won't be six and ten. <laughs> won't be okay, six so and 10. they play the Patriots twice, right? Yep. 
That's two losses right there already. Mm, maybe. Yes. They play the Patriots tough. A they, lot of they play them tough, but they never beat them. Okay. Like ever. Okay. So that's two losses. That's two losses. So they, they're going to play the Bills twice. They're going to split that. It's because that's what they do. That's three. That's, so that's one and three. And then Jay Cutler, just because he's on the team, is going to give you at least four losses. <laughs> Damn. At least four losses. One man's good for four yes, losses. Yes. Yes. Jay Cutler is a turnover machine. Like, he has decent games. Well, that, now is the point of career where he has some decent games. It used to be he had really good games. Yeah. But now it's have, he has decent games or horrendous games. And then he wasn't even – it's not like he went through a full offseason preparing for the season. He went through a full offseason preparing for the booth. I don't – anyway, I'm sorry, Colin. they they rather pick up someone who's Gatorade – who called it – a career hey. over you. But hey, that's what happens. It happens. He's gonna start off. He's gonna start off three and one. Watch. The Dolphins are. What's this you must what what are the games there? Bucks, Chargers, Jets, They're not, Saints. Where are the Bucks? Where where? They're gonna lose to the Bucks. Chargers. They're gonna beat the Chargers. Where are the Saints? Saints where? In Miami. No, it doesn't matter. With no and who else? Uh Bucks. Chargers, Jets, Dolph, Saints. Oh, they they go one and three. They're gonna be they're gonna be three two and, one. and two, two at and best. Two. And then the Titans, which at is best Falcons, ah. and then the Jets again. We got the Jets twice oh, in eight games. Goodness gracious, Jets are that garbage. might be the only two games. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, Jets are garbage. That might be the only two games that they win. The, 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 we're gonna find the Jets out. are not even trying to hide. I'm it. Sure they're we'll trying talk, to go. We'll, we'll we'll be we'll catch up. Trust me. We'll see. Watch. So you're you're a Dolphin fan. Are you saying no. we? The only you said no, we. I though. said we'll catch up. Oh, I thought you said we. I'm up. like, whoa. Yeah, they're gonna be all right. My you're brother's, free agent my again? brother's a Dolphin. No, heck no. Heck no. <laughs> He's a free agent, guys. I, He's a Miami Dolphin fan. Cowboy now. till I die. Dolphin Nation. No. <laughs> if I if I if I ever switch teams again, it's gonna be to this team right here. Oh, the Buccaneers. Yeah. But I'm not I'm Cowboys. Cowboys. Full life. Oh right, really? Yep. The, the, says the guy who would be a free agent in a heartbeat. I, I went back home. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't pledge allegiance to anybody else. I just went back home. Y'all just separated for a little while. Just a little bit. You slept with the Texans and then you, then you came back. Well, I still sleep with the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> My side chicks. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, let's talk about the Texans a little bit since oh, we're on this subject. Man, don't wow. do you, that. You see how you did that? Don't you see do how, that. <laughs> don't do that. How does Deshaun Watson look? Preseason game. Wait, it is preseason, right? It is preseason. This is how do you, I mean, come on, man. So the Cowboys are in first place in the NFL, right? In the, oh, give me a break. Give me a break, Troy. What are the Texans? Did they win their preseason game? Let's start with that. What was the score? I don't Did even they win? care. They win? Okay. No one cares. It's preseason. So were you excited about what happened? I was, you know, I wasn't excited. I wasn't disappointed or anything like that. I just I thought he looked okay. That's it. But it's preseason. I don't want to, you know. So preseason doesn't mean anything? It means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. You're crazy. Preseason means absolutely nothing. It's just False. that we finally got a chance to watch him play, and you know he looked okay. That's it. I'm from the school of thought that okay, preseason doesn't mean everything, but preseason means something. And it so, means nothing. Okay, practice means more than preseason does. Practice, what, practice, yes, practice. That's why I said practice. <laughs> not a game. You're not talking about a game. You're talking about practice. Practice means way more. Do you than remember a what happened game. when Dak Prescott took the field in his first preseason game? Do you remember what he did? No, he showed poise. Balled out. He showed poise. So he balled out. He balled out. And in fact, if I want to pull up the first, if I want to pull up, I'll. If you want me to, I'll pull it up. You know, I I, I love stats. 
It was just foreshadowing of what was to come. It was from the moment that he picked up the football, and I want to say it was at the Rose Bowl. Maybe it was. I'm pretty sure it was the Rose Bowl. He balled out. So were you screaming for Dak Prescott during that game? You Man, like, I, Tony I will Romo? show you. I will show you a Facebook post when people, my friends, got mad. I've seen it. And I've I told them, I told you guys, don't worry about it. Like we, that was a great pick. We made a right decision, and I said it from the very, very beginning. Texans fans, do you see what Trey just did? We successfully transitioned to the Texans to Deshaun Watson, and somehow, did just I bring up the Dak Cowboys? Prescott just just got in here somehow? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, preseason does mean something. It does. So that means you're you're saying that Deshaun Watson is going to be the greatest quarterback. He ever didn't play like the greatest quarterback ever, but he played very well. And I think what uh, he, he said, he played pretty well. Deontay Foreman played pretty well. I think that is a sign of what we will see. I don't think that's that's not a secret. No, there have been go ahead, go, but there have been many quarterbacks that play great in preseason and then turn out to be garbage. So I'm not, you know, Brock Osweiler. Brock Osweiler. Was oh, pretty he good was he was miraculous yeah. in those. But we already games. knew his story. We already knew. We already seen his true colors. We had already seen that. I think Deshaun Watson is. I think those games mean something. For, think about. You know how nervous he had to be. Going, he wasn't nervous at all. For what? No, he he's played that, in bigger crowds in college than that. That's not the NFL. And he will oh, tell you, listen to gracious. some of his interviews. He'll tell you this game is faster. These guys are stronger. He like, wasn't nervous. Yeah, maybe, he, was, he was cool and calm. I, whatever. He was all right. What is this guy? <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Who is this guy? Chris, do you think he was nervous? Uh, no. I, I do think him being close to home because he played, what, Clemson, South Carolina, in North Carolina, a lot of Clemson fans there. So I know he was nervous, but I, I bet there was also a, a certain comfort to it. Absolutely. That his people were there. I will say, watching him, the biggest questions I had about him is his arm talent. I do not think he has great NFL arm talent. He showed it. He missed two. I think one of the hardest passes to make in the NFL that people don't realize is when you have a somebody who's basically a slot receiver running a vertical and putting the, the pass right on them. And he missed that throw twice in the game. He missed it bad um, to the point where if the safety was there, it's an easy, easy interception. That's his accuracy is his biggest question mark. But as far as his leadership, him knowing when to run and get out the pocket, he showed that throughout the throughout the game. I'm on the bandwagon, Deshaun Watson. I'm, I've been there ever since they drafted him. I've been there. I'm driving the damn thing. So I, I had, like, was it? What did you say earlier in the, the show? You're not worried? Is what you saying? Yeah, I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm not worried at all. I think Deshaun Watson will be okay. I, I don't think he's going to start right, right away. I don't. I kind of gone back and forth on this. They're going to throw Tom Savage out there. Who knows what's going to happen from that moment on? But I think Deshaun Watson will be okay. I really do. He is, but it's just a one preseason game. That's it. Man, uh, but like anytime you're fighting for a job in college, I mean, there was no way he was going to be replaced. No way. He was going to be the man no matter what. Winning the national championship, that kid showed poise that like no other. He reminded me of what I saw in Jameis Winston as a freshman. Like, how could this kid be so calm and like not, I mean, maybe inside, but even if he was nervous inside, he didn't show it. I think for him to be able to go to an NFL game, even though it was a preseason game, all everybody and their mama, Pookie, Ray Ray, all of them was there watching him play, trying to get him to watch this game. His first time on an NFL stage, from what I understand, because I've never got a chance to experience this, even those guys who played at some of the biggest schools out there, like playing in college, that's one thing. But even playing on the NFL, doing the travel and the uniforms and the, the process, you know, just the process itself, 
that's exciting. For him to go out there and play, I think he was like, he was 15 for 25, 25 or something like that. Mm-hmm. 180 yards, 179 yards, something like that. That's that's impressive. That's really impressive. But I don't think he will – I don't think he's going to dip from that. I'm not saying he's going to be the greatest. I'm not saying he's going to be a pro bowler. But I, if he gets under the quarter, un, under the center, I expect him to have a similar season to what Dak Prescott had. I really do. I love Deshaun Watson. I think he, I, I, mean, I can't agree with that all the way just because of Dak um, Prescott's offensive line. There are a lot of questions in the Houston Texas offensive line that that could derail a quarterback. But, but I agree with you. But I mean, Clemson's offensive line was outmanned a few times, you know, in his That's college, college career. That's college. I know. Though. I know. But but what the decisions he was able to make and the, some of the throws he was able to make, I mean, were crazy. Some of the audibles this kid make, like he. When I watch football, I watch the quarterbacks a lot. And Deshaun Watson, like, yes, he doesn't make all the most accurate throws, and his deep ball is not the best. But some of the decisions he makes when he decides to take off the run with the football, the way he gets rid of the ball and not takes extra hits, there's a lot of quarterbacks. I wish Dak Prescott would do what Deshaun Watson does. Deshaun Watson ain't going to take a ton of hits. I mean, he's not going to get rocked too many times because he's smart enough, and that's what staying in college four years do for you. Like, I'm going to get rid of this football. I'm not going to take this hit. I'm going to run out of bounds. All right, I saw him run out of bounds several times. Like, he ain't going to take those hits. And right. too many RG3 should pay attention to that. I love Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, he's not getting hit for nothing. No. He's going out of bounds. You bro. should. <laughs> you I mean, like, should. What, he, and that's where, you know, uh, Russell Wilson, if he can emulate Russell Wilson, this would be great. I just worry about the offensive line because Russell Wilson has never really had a, just a great offensive line. It was a little bit better when he first got in, but he was able to avoid those hits, make smart decisions. If Deshaun Watson can do that, I'm A-OK. But that's the only reason why I don't think he should start off the bat. Tom Savage, let him start with the line and everything like that, take all the hits, and then bring Deshaun Watson in later on Lear. I would say, not trying to kind of make you Texas fans feel bad, but the two people we most want to compare him to, to uh, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, those two guys are known for their incredible arm talent right. and accuracy. Right, right, right. And right. that's the two things that Deshaun Watson does not have. He's not very accurate, and his arm talent's not very good. But – who who started at quarterback for the Panthers in that game? You guys remember? Uh, Derek was it Derek Anderson? Yeah, I think it was Anderson. And he drove the ball on that defense like it was nothing. It's preseason, fool. But but how much I gotta tell you this? But but, but it's but. simple. Just oh, so simple. they weren't trying to play. So the, they had starters out there, but they weren't trying to play. Right? Is that what it is? It's just preseason, bro. Okay, I'm just saying y'all it's have the pre-season. y'all have the greatest defense ever, right? Who's when? What about when has anybody I'm ever said saying, that? That's that's what y'all staple is, right? Okay, y'all have a really good defense, <laughs> right? Who's ever said that? Y'all have one of the top defenses in the NFL, right? Look at the stats. You tell me. Stat I'm, I'm asking you. You I'm tell me. You. Look at the stats. You tell me. You're the stat I'm guy. I'm just saying, Derek Anderson drove the Why ball. Why are you going to move on to Texas right now? That's what you're doing. You're trying did to you move see on Kelvin, to Houston. Did you see Kelvin Benjamin's touchdown catch over? That was a phenomenal. Catch. <laughs> Johnson Joseph. Woo. That was a good catch. It was. It was. This is this, is, this is the reason why I am the way I am. You, when we come on this podcast, and you call me a homer. I do this because of the the things that you say. I gotta defend my Texas man. I got to. They're my I side like, chick. Oh goodness. I, I mean, I, I'm not hating, but if we're gonna be real, let's be real. Just saying. <laughs> Whatever. Trey. Y'all strength. Y'all strength. I don't know if it's gonna be as good as you think they're gonna be. They're gonna be all right. What'd you say at the beginning of the show? You're not worried? I am not worried about the Texas defense. They're going to be okay. Mark the tape. They're going to be okay. They're, they really are. They're going to be a top five defense again going to the season. They are. They have J.J. Watt. They have Clowney. 
They have Merciless. People don't want to talk about Merciless, but Merciless I is I told you. He's, my, he's probably my favorite player on that defense. Okay, so they're going to be okay. It's preseason. They do these little vanilla looks and everything. It's just, I'm not worried about it at all. Okay. At all. Okay. I am a little bit concerned about JJ. I want to see if he can go a whole season with that back, whatever. But they, they were okay without him. Because y'all didn't lose anybody defensively, right? Your defense is intact. We lost a couple of people, right? AJ. Yeah, but I don't think that's gonna be. I don't really think that's gonna be a big deal. Yeah, I don't. Big deal. Okay. I don't. They'll be okay. We're gonna see. I hope so. Definitely, definitely. I think they're gonna be okay. I hope so. You'll Sundays, are, Sundays are better in Houston when the Texans win, or at least if they play well. If the Texans win, Sundays are a lot better. Yes, they win <laughs> on Thursday, Sunday, or Monday. Saturdays too. <laughs> the Texans are playing on Monday night. What's wrong with you? If they do. They are playing on Monday night games. I don't know, but why would the Texans play on Monday night? Honestly, who outside of Houston is gonna watch the Texans oh on Monday night? Gosh, I'm being honest wow. with you. I'm not. I'm not trying to be. Crazy. I don't know they're playing. I'm just saying if they do. I don't know either. When's the last time the Texans had a Monday night game? Did Mex- they have one? Mexico City last. Yeah, time. that was that was Monday night. They had to go to Mexico. They had to go out the country. <laughs> and this is why I'm a homer on this podcast. The exactly because of these things that you Let's say. Let's check this out. Let's check and see if the Texans played on a Monday. On a Monday. <laughs> Let me oh man if they are that's gonna be awesome if they have a home game on monday night i'm going i would go okay uh <laughs> what does that maybe. mean though i don't i don't get it it's over my head maybe like maybe. because they'll play on monday night what does I'm that saying, mean maybe they are maybe they are playing on monday let me look at the monday night football schedule but i mean i'm just saying you alluded to them playing on monday night and i'm just saying i don't know why in the world they would play on Monday night. They might. They are playing on Monday night. Wait, wait, wait. Who are they playing on Monday night? Oh, is it Thursday night? It's Monday. It's Monday. The Ravens. Woo. Where's that being played? Houston? Heck no. We in, always in, play in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Yeah. Dang. It's the weekend after what, what, week, what week is that? November 27th. So that's probably like week. I don't know. Oh, this is all Monday night. So Colin Kaepernick is the quarterback? For the Ravens? For the Ravens. <laughs> That like would be hilarious. Flacco. So they are. My bad, Texans. We pl- we play on Monday if, night. Uh, <laughs> what? They got as many Monday night games as the Cowboys. So my bad. I apologize. The Saints are on Monday night more than them. Both of them. When has when playing on Monday night been anything great recently? Anyway? Stop it's it. really Sunday Monday night. night. Really? Sunday, 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 Sunday night is it. Yeah. That's what How many Sunday night games do the Texans have? Uh, they got one. <laughs> they got one, too. Okay. <laughs> At home, too. I guess who's, who's that against? Uh, the Chiefs. Ooh, that's gonna be that's interesting. That's gonna be a good one. That's, that's gonna, gonna be, be a really good one. I'd, I'd go to that game. I'd go to that game. That's an interesting team right there. The Chiefs. They always it seems like they always start off so so and then they go on these runs and you just flake in the playoffs. Every year. Well, because they run into the Patriots though. But they didn't lose to the Patriots last year, did they? They lost to the Steelers. They, 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 they're gonna they're gonna be good, man. The Chiefs, good. I don't know what they're gonna be. They're gonna be good. It's Andy Reid effect. Same thing with Marty Schottenheimer. Like when they get to the playoffs, they just can't do anything. Them and the them and my Dolphins are the playoffs team, the wild cards. So you, you did say my Dolphins this time, right? Yeah. You're claiming the Dolphins, right? Uh, I'm, I'm a so that's your, I, that's I, told, your, I said it before. I'm going to say it again. They're going to make the playoffs. That's your other side piece right there, the Dolphins. Yeah, they're number three in the stable. Okay. Okay. <laughs> number Bro, three. I want to see who the Chiefs lost to. They lost to the Steelers last season, the division around. Yeah, they, yeah. Always, have, they always have these years where they'll start off 
kind of so-so. Then they go on these runs where like eight and one or seven and one. They go to the playoffs and then just lose in the first round of the playoffs. Every year. Who did the Texans lose to in the playoffs? The Patriots. The Patriots. Who and they beat the Raiders? They beat the Raiders. I was at that game. Really? Yeah. Should be ashamed of yourself. No, man. Trosco's is off the chain. <laughs> it's off the chain. That pre that pregame party there, Texas. Nobody parties like we do in Texas. So I, I love. I like the Texans. I like. I'm never gonna get rid of. If them. you're listening, don't let Trey fool you guys. They're gonna be. I'm telling don't you, don't let him fool you. A, he poo poos on the Texans on I a daily hey. basis. He poos on San Antonio on a day. Oh, I have a someone that listens to the podcast. He hates your guts. He's from, he's from San Antonio. <laughs> join, also, join the get in line, brother. Get in line. If he's in San Antonio, he's a Spurs fan. He is a Spurs fan. Is he a Cowboys fan? He's not a Cowboy fan. Thank God. Thank God. He could like the Spurs. Like, they were terrible when we were younger. You couldn't give tickets away, like I said. So all those bandwagon fans they got right now. Yeah. And they're talking about the king of bandwagon fans, the Cowboy fans. Who? I've been a Cowboy fan since I knew what a football was, homie. Since I knew what a football was. I feel sorry for you. You used to hear crickets at the Spurs games, man. Like, nobody wanted to go watch them play. And now all of a sudden, go Spurs, go. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Nobody got time for that. You can't even uh, get superstars want to go to you, Spurs fans. That's crazy. My bad, Clem. Shout out to Tenero's CrossFit. But you know how I feel about them. Never mind. Don't cuss on my pocket. I'm not. He's about to say something. I'm not. I think next show, can we all wear Cowboys gear? Everybody? <laughs> Absolutely. <Okay>. Not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I want to be caught dead in Cowboy gear. Okay. Absolutely not. I'm a jinx. I'm a jinx the Texans in. Would you wear an Ezekiel Elliott jersey for Trey? For Trey? Yeah. No, I wouldn't <laughs> do that. No. I'm talking. I'm. I used. I mean, I don't. I shouldn't say I use them. <laughs> but the Texans in my side piece, and you won't even wear a Cowboys jersey for me. That. Where's the I'm love? Not, I'm not a cheater. Okay. <laughs> I'm Texas all the way. I have no side pieces. It's just Texans. <laughs> that's it. Okay, I don't dibble dabble uh, on that. I'm gonna okay. ask Aaron Rodgers about that. <laughs> we see, no, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fan. Okay, uh, I have a mad crush on Aaron Rodgers, not on the Green Bay Packers. Wherever Aaron Rodgers goes, I go. If the Texas trade for Aaron Rodgers, oh my goodness. Yeah, I said I had a mad crush on him. <laughs> that better stay in the show, too. I'm gonna edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'll keep it real, guys. I have a bad crush. You have a man crush on Dak Prescott over there. Hey, I, I do. I, I love Dak. I like his story, Okay, there too. you go. See? There you go. I like his story. All right. There you go. <laughs> hey, the first step is admitting it, so I'm just glad you admitted it. All hey, I've been admitted it. So I'm on step like 20 right now. It's, <laughs> it's all out there. <laughs> Discount double check. Uh, yeah. All right, so. Guys, please subscribe to our podcast. We do this for y'all. I will have another call soon. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how I can, how much longer I can do this with Trey, but uh, we really enjoy you guys listening to the show. Um, that's it, man. That's it. Cowboy Nation, we still back, baby. Cowboy Nation will never be back. <sighs> America's team, 2017 <laughs> Super Bowl champs. <laughs> 
for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments, please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe. Check out the podcast daily for sports news and scores Thursdays for the take of the week and every Tuesday and Saturday for discussions on hot sports topics.